Welcome to another HLS Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me ND Tex. And as always, you can join us live over here on twitch.tv slash Sons. Of course, you can always find us on the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to find your podcast feeds at. Come join us in Discord. That is our live chat channel, herlittlesons.com slash Discord. And of course, you can always find us at our home on the internet, at herlittlesons.com and with that said it is time to bring in eddie eddie how are you doing sir my friend i could not be better we've got three straight against usc not one not two but three ah, 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 ah. <laughs> suck that embrace that suck michael pittman you dumb bitch you didn't do a goddamn thing we beat them i don't care if it was close it got a little closer than it needed to be. That's, That's fair. True. But as as easily my favorite Notre Dame podcaster, Chris Wilson, Rakes, who I'm sure you all subscribe to, as easily my favorite Notre Dame blog, Notre Dame our blogger, neither of these have really any competition for those. <laughs> We're seven <Dick>. and three <laughs> over. I'm so, wait, what could possibly be in competition with those, Ryan? No, nothing at all. We're all good friends. This is fine. Just keep going. You're on a roll. I mean, you've heard the assholes that you have on as guests on your podcast, right? I have. I think I'm hearing one right now. (laughs) That's the one. (laughs) But look, as much shit as we give BK for many good reasons, the dude is seven and three against USC. We've won four of the last five. We won three straight. You and I went... We both graduated at the same time. Can you even imagine how, if, if you were able to go back in time and talk to your poor college self of, hey, we're going to own USC for a decade? Yeah. Would you have even fathomed that being possible? Not to this level, because the only thing that you and I had was the close, how the moral victory, if you will, of the Bush push. That's as close as we got. There was no official record. We won that game. (laughs) I was on the field and Notre Dame had more points than USC and the clock said triple zero. (laughs) <laughs> fuck that shit but yeah i mean it, I somehow, it's, it's been painful so i was somehow at and this is just fun background for people i was at my two biggest sports fandoms notre dame football and the san antonio spurs i was obviously at the 05 usc game i was on the field when the clock said triple zeros <laughs> and we had more points than they did <laughs> But from, from the San Antonio Spurs angle, I was at the Derek Fisher point four game. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, the shutdown so, forecast already had a full episode about nearly quitting sports fandom. How did you not quit all sports in 05? I mean, I, I was also in Dallas uh, and 
<laughs> hilariously you'll you will enjoy this it was not a clincher uh but i was at the game when vince carter hit a buzzer beater three against the spurs this was like four <laughs> years ago because vince was only I don't know, 46 at that time. <laughs> but every time he got on the floor, I was making jokes about how old Vince Carter was. And then Vince Carter hit a three at the fucking buzzer. <laughs> and everyone around me gave me so much shit. And I was just like, you got me. Yep. Um, uh, nope, I got nothing. I got got. <laughs> And you got to be careful about going to sporting events, sir. <laughs> Good yeah, grief. Fucking, That's a run. No kidding. So I I've I was also at the Bama National Championship. Yeah, as as at, was I. Yeah. I was also at the Clemson Monsoon game. I was not there, thank God. I was also at the Clemson Cotton Ball game, which that, you were there. I was there too, yes. We, tailgate was uh, fun. Uh, the tailgate was fun. <laughs> but yeah, so I've uh I've seen some good ones. Yeah, uh but we 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 got to move on. It is bye week. We like you said, we won. And yeah, everything's great. Everything's awesome. We're we can't three lose. Three straight against SC. You and me on a foot. Like I said, it's October, bitches. Let's go. We're heating Ooh. up. Yeah, nine and five for both of us. So we we differed every now and then. It, it all evened out. But nine and five that puts us both to forty five and fifty one. Still tied uh, in the HLS Pick'em. I'm hovering around that five hundred mark. I'm dead on st- right now at seventy two and seventy two. Uh, Maume Muchachos moves up now. He's got a five-game lead on Sapipa. Uh, 90 and 50 is what they're counting with the two drop weeks. And, and Eddie, he's, he's dropping a 31, point, uh, 31 points total, which is by far the most points out of everybody in the Pick'em. Dude's just tearing that's, it up right now. That's very impressive. I uh, I apologize for not having participated in this, but goodness gracious. Is there somewhere I can go to view this guy's picks before I uh, make some wagers? That's <laughs> my man. I hope you're putting money on this somewhere because that is a sexy ass record. It absolutely is. Uh, he he did not win this past week. Uh, that goes to Fitter, who won 22 out of the available picks, uh, but he won 18. So it's not like he had a, a shaky week. But yeah, very, Still very impressive. Right. I'm doing very all right. Uh, but yeah, and of course, uh, Eddie and I keeping track of uh, the ones that we're forcing ourselves to pick uh, to to make that $100 donation, the loser will to Extra Life once the Army-Navy game concludes or uh, we figure out uh, that it's over by that time. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. We managed to get 14 games again this week. Uh, but before we start, uh, for those of you on stream, you will notice I am wearing a very lovely Remember the Sex shirt. You can find this at Her Loyal Sons. Mm-hmm. It is that time. HerLoyalSons.com slash store is where you can find this shirt. And now is a good time because I think for about the next 24 hours or so. So I think it's going to end sometime on Thursday over at T Public, uh, thirty up to thirty five percent off. The shirt I'm wearing is now only thirteen bucks. Uh, so go ahead, they print them on demand. So if you get on it right now, you can have this in time for Ann Arbor. You can also get all those lovely stickers that are also available on sale. Just plaster those things all over the damn city. Just, they must remember the six that were righteously ours that were stolen from us. And that Max Redfield just absolutely plastering somebody to get them all taken away. <laughs> Oh, BVG, the memories. You did give us some good ones. 
Very well, few, but that gave, was one. He gave us one, he gave us one good one. <laughs> also, ooh, BVG, Bowling Green with a sexy upset last week. I know. I'm glad I was not on Bowling Green. That was fun. Whoa. Thank you for bringing that up, Eddie. <laughs> that, well, uh, that train went off the rails. <laughs> as as somebody with a Bowling Green under three for the season, that now becomes a sweat. Ooh, you got to sweat for the rest of the season now. Yeah. Oh, buddy. All right. Well, let's create some new sweats. Let's get into some more stuff. What do you say we get into this, Eddie? Oh, it's still October. Let's go, baby. All right. We are going to bring up that beautiful board. We got some Thursday action for you all this time. Well, it's a game. I don't know how much action there will be. Um, This is Morbid Curiosity live and in color right now ucla at stanford this line when i first made the picks around this afternoon when i'd said eddie here's what we're going to talk about eddie said hey buddy you might want to look at this because the line's moving but as of right now stanford a four point favorite total on this one 52 on the hook who do you got eddie yeah this game opened nine and a half and it's been bet down to four Uh, that's incredible i mean that's crazy. Everybody's quarterback is hurt. It does sound like Costello is probably going to play. We don't know about US uh, with UCLA, though. Oh, what am I, the referee at the Notre Dame game? Jesus. Hell, got him. <laughs> you know, you've got the Thursday night weirdness, which normally kind of makes you want to lean toward the points. But fuck, man, UCLA lost to Oregon State by 17. last week Stanford beat Washington last week even if we compare them Stanford when they played Oregon State they tried to lose that game they did everything in their power to lose that game and they still beat Oregon State by three the the value is back on the trees getting the line all the way down to four I'm going to take Stanford here yeah, and the interesting part of that, uh, because obviously this got bet down, but right now, only 52% of the money is on there. So we still have an even split, and the line keeps going down. Uh, as you have educated us before, Eddie, that screams that the house is trying to catch up. They're trying to figure it out, trying to get things back to an even spread. Uh, I'm going to take Stanford as well, uh, especially if UCLA does not have their starter. Uh, that's going to hurt UCLA a lot more than it's going to hurt Stanford because really, can you hurt what's already not an efficient offense right now with Stanford? Can you can, really you can, can only beat a dead horse so much, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's, the Thursday night weirdness isn't going to help Chip Kelly and company. Um, I, I, like, I think there's a reason why that line started as high as it did on Stanford, so... I'll go ahead and take these four points here. I'll lay them. All right, next up, we got... God, this has gotten weird in all the best ways, but let me go ahead and list what the spread and the total are first. Ohio State, a 28-point road favorite, going over to, uh, I think, Chicago. Doesn't really claim this as their football team, but maybe a couple of the grads will, and that's Northwestern. <laughs> At 49 and a half. Uh, is the total uh, and this game because there was some weirdness with playoff baseball that game has been moved towards on, on Friday it will be on FS1 where this game was originally going to be 
This game is not on Fox, because Eddie, as you and I, both avid wrestling fans, know, that is now the new home for WWE SmackDown. So this game has been shuttled to the Big Ten Network. <laughs> wow, that's better than I was. I thought it was going to end up on like fucking Fox Business or some bullshit. So that's a better home for it than I was expecting. <laughs> and probably a better home than it deserves. <laughs> so, all right, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. I'm taking Ohio State. There's no way I'm taking Northwestern to cover anything right now. Look. Uh, while that's a huge spread on the road, the thing with Ohio State is that their defense has been traveling. They've been playing superb. Just look back to that Nebraska game. There's not going to be enough Friday night weirdness in the world to have past Fitzgerald hashtag pull this shit off at all. It's going to be murdery. Uh, they will be very happy, Northwestern will, that this game is hard to televise. Uh, do, do they even get the Big Ten Network? over in Evans or in Chicago or uh, it's they in Evanston. That's where they are. Ev Evanston is where they are located. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So good luck it's, finding it's the game. It's where 50% of the people that you met at Notre Dame who were said they were from Chicago were actually from. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're not wrong about the suburb thing. Similar things happen for Dallas as well. So I know how that game works. But anyway, Eddie, I got the Buckeyes. Who do you got? Listen. Don't you do it. Don't do it. North, Northwestern covered against Wisconsin. Oh, God. It's a Friday night. This is a bad idea. It's in Evanston. It's a trap. The, the hottest town that there is in college football. <laughs> Friday night in Evanston. The most lit experience you'll ever find. Look, I get it. It's a bad idea. No. But Ohio State's always due for one of these dumb close games a year. And I think this is going to be it. Ohio State has Wisconsin next week. They're going to be looking ahead. This reeks of a dumb rock fight. They're going to let Northwest. This is going to be like a tie game at halftime. And they're going to win by 17. They're not going to cover 28. There's way too much... And yes, it's Wednesday, but it's currently 73-77 uh, tickets and money. The line's only moved half a point. So Vegas is not convinced. I'm not convinced. The total's 49 and a half. To hit that and the spread, you'd be real hard-pressed to do. So I'm, I'm thinking the under is the play. I'm thinking Northwestern is the play. I don't feel good about it, but fuck it. You can drop all the Star Wars drops you want on me. Hit the I know Han Solo, motherfucker. Wow, catch me. Wow. Hashtag this is the dumbest idea you've ever had, bud. <laughs> that You're is trusting... certainly not true, and you know that. <laughs> okay, fair. But look, <laughs> for the total, look, this game could be 28 to nothing. <laughs> that's a that's a absolutely potential result there because northwest northwestern can't score that's why the total's under 50. the only reason this total is touching 50 is because ohio state's on the other side you you are you're, insane you're not wrong but look they put <laughs> up they put up 15 against wisconsin i blame as, the uniforms blame the uniforms bitch, as bitch as fitzgerald 
will let you know and was angry that nobody had written a story and only sent a tweet about they scored more points about Wisconsin against Wisconsin than anybody. And they held Wisconsin to only 24. Wisconsin's offense is a shit ton better than Michigan's. And, uh, but they're not playing Michigan. They're playing Ohio State. So that doesn't do me any good. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, whatever. We're rolling with it. Northwestern. Oh, wow. God. All right. Well, you, you have fun with that one. Let's go ahead and move on to Saturday proper now. Where Clemson is coming off an absolute murder themselves, just destroying Florida State. They are facing somebody that we are familiar with as Irish fans. And that's Louisville. So number three, Clemson is a 24-point favorite on the road. Total in this one, 60 and a half. Who do you got, Eddie? I want to take a second to put a little bit of respect on Louisville's name, as I pronounce it in a way that they won't appreciate very much. <laughs> Great win over Wake Forest, which maybe somebody on the podcast might have told you to put a little money on Sprinkle on. They might have. Don't know who that, don't know who that was, but they might have done it. Oh, wait, it was your boy. Louisville's playing great ball right now. They really are. However, on the flip side, Clemson also woke up, and they did the real angry shit that I also predicted they were going to do last week. They beat the absolute fuck out of Florida State. I like the way Louisville's playing. were everywhere. (laughs) Oh, just murder. I like what Louisville's doing. I really like their improvement, but we're into a Clemson murder scenario. They're trying to beat the shit out of people. They're trying to prove a point. I would love to pick Louisville as a 24 point home dog. That's such a fucking huge dog. Again, it's Wednesday, 65% of tickets, 83% of money, but the line has moved two points. So that kind of counteracts it all. I don't care. I'm taking Clemson. I agree with everything that you said, Eddie. However, but, there's, however two, there's two things I'm I'm leaning on here. One, it's a noon kick. Sleepy noon. That's when weird mm, shit happens. I do hate that. Noon kick on the road with against a team, mind you, that seems to be like, oh, this coaching staff doesn't hate us. Hey, lo and behold, there's actually talent on this football team. Look, they're believing in themselves. Not that I think they're going to keep it close, uh, but this is a team that I think will play to the final whistle. So I'm expecting point number two here. Backdoor cover town on this one. So I'm going to go ahead and take the points in this because that's that's what it reeks to me that Clemson can be up by 28. Louisville doesn't say die and they get a, a junk TD at the end here. Uh, I, I do like the ball that they're playing They're Unlike some of the other teams that we've talked about where they got a lot of quit in them. Louisville's the exact opposite, so I'm gonna go Agreed. ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and ride the Cardinals here. I will. I will say, you know, that I I understand Eddie is making the smart pick, regardless of where the tickets and the money are. I really think that's where the smart money is. I I just kind of got a feeling with that noon kick, some some crazy backdoor cover cover town going in here. All right, next up we got another noon kick, number five Oklahoma. Uh, I got this spread uh, flipped here. <laughs> it should be West Virginia is not favored by nearly that much. Good grief. 
Uh, Oklahoma. Well, now you're ruining my pick. <laughs> well, that have been a slam dunk and a half. Shit, uh, you you want to talk about a money line sprinkle? Oh my god, yeah. So I, I can I liquidate have, the mortgage. <laughs> I have the spread backwards here. Uh, I did not have Oklahoma favorite. Well, actually, now that I'm looking at it, Eddie, you'll like this. The hook is gone. We're a 33 and a half point favorite now. A 33 point favorite is Oklahoma as they host West Virginia. And oh my gosh, that is a ton of points against a team that actually gave Texas a decent run for their money. That being said, Texas kind of played a really weird football game there. There was some crazy turnovers. West Virginia probably should have actually won that game. So they didn't actually put together a good solid effort themselves. And they were at home. Oklahoma is now looking. They've their pass their big game. The Red River shootout is is complete. So now is I, I don't feel this is a real letdown spot for them because I think they knew they were in a dogfight and that they got to keep on trucking and keep on going. I like what the Grinch has done with the defense. I mean, what they had like a bajillion sacks in that game against Texas. I like that to keep going here. West Virginia just doesn't have enough dogs for this fight. So go ahead. It's this is going to terrify me. I fear the back door with this big of a spread, but go ahead and give me Oklahoma to cover. I'll lay the 33. Who do you got, Eddie? I'm also going to lay the 33 with Oklahoma. You know, I mean, Oklahoma got what? I think nine sacks against Texas last weekend. I think that is the official number. I don't, I don't know if my bajillion uh, is yeah, quite that correct. Was, that's the official number. I believe. I mean, <laughs> their, their D line got real angry. Even, I mean, West Virginia, yeah, they put up a fight against Texas. And I, I was, I don't think we even picked that game because I was going to take West Virginia. But yeah, yeah that one we didn't pick. You are correct, sir. I was, I was more than ready and I definitely bet it and it didn't work. They lost to Texas by 11. They couldn't even cover the spread. West Virginia's defense is trash, and we're not even talking a Holgerson era West Virginia trash. They're worse than that. I think Oklahoma, they got past Texas. That was their only real test in the Big 12. It really is, because who the fuck else are you worried about? At this point, I think the second slash third, you know, if we're taking Texas out, Baylor is the next best team in this conference. Oklahoma doesn't have shit to worry about anymore. They're going to beat the fuck out of West Virginia. <laughs> I'm concerned about the backdoor cover, but I'm going to take OU to cover. I just, I don't see it, man. I don't think West Virginia has dogs to keep up. And I think, I think Jalen Hurts is going to want to get a little loose after last weekend. Yeah, and, and when your best effort against Texas is still failing to cover, mostly because you threw four interceptions, that doesn't speak very well for you going on the road and trying to make some noise in a noon kick. So uh, best yeah. of luck to you. <laughs> At Norman, oof. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> All right, well, we got another early kick here, and it's only one of two Big Ten games we're going to pick, but the aforementioned, or actually, this is the third one. I forgot about uh, Friday Night Weirdness. Uh, Wisconsin is going to go on the road to Illinois as a 31-point favorite, 51 points as a total. Who are you taking, Eddie? Illinois fucking sucks. They are so bad. Like, it's so clear that their coach is fired and they are flirting with new <laughs> coaches. 
it could be a WWE storyline at this point with their cuckolding interests. Oh goodness, who's Bobby Lashley in this situation? Uh, shit. I hope not Chip Long. <laughs> oh God. Oh, now I, I regret the joke Thanks. because that's the rumor, my guy. Oh, damn it. Uh, Wisconsin is incredible. There's no doubt they're not going to give up points. It's a matter of how long do they try to quit scoring points. Oh, let's go, South Alabama. Sorry, a little live, <laughs> a little live fun. A little live boy. Wednesday night Sunbelt fun going on. <laughs> your boy might be on a little bit of plus 17 on the Sunbelt game. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Illinois is very bad, and Wisconsin is very, very good. I think people have been kind of waiting and holding their breath on talking about Wisconsin. I have not been holding my breath on them. I think they're really fucking good. And I'm more than happy to take, I will lay 31. I would probably lay 41 against Illinois. (laughs) If you gave me 51, I might be able to talk myself into it. Yeah, because who's scoring on them right now, save for the one weird Northwestern game uh, and, and the Red Plague putting on here? Well, Illinois sucks and they nearly beat Michigan. Not really, because they scored a lot unanswered and then they decided to suck again and Michigan made it look like a laugher. So, yeah, Sadly, I, yes, it was very I thought we were going to get all kinds of wonderful. I, I thought we were close to a true blood week after Georgia went down and then the Illini were starting to, to wake up a little bit. But no, it didn't happen. Uh, yeah, that was, I think, all the bullets left in that chamber. Look, Wisconsin's defense. So good. They are so good. I'm not afraid of this 31 like I am the 33 for a backdoor. Because I think they had their one, you know, you said Ohio State was due for it. I think Wisconsin already had theirs with the weird, weird Northwestern game. It is on the road. It's an early kick. But I tell you what, you don't have to wake up that much to be able just to run all over a shitty, shitty team. And that is exactly what is going to happen. We're here, rather. So go ahead and give me those badges. Next up, we're going to fly over to the SEC where Florida, fresh off their loss against LSU, and ranked number nine in the nation, five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against those cocks that took out Georgia. Total in this game is 48. And, man, I applaud South Carolina for, um, let's see, how's best to describe this? Well, letting Georgia fuck up more than they possibly could because they didn't do a whole lot. They didn't do a whole lot to win that football game. Let's be honest right now. Florida doesn't inspire all that much confidence in me right now. Honestly, uh, I know they had a decent showing. Uh, I think I feel a little bit better about Trask overall after seeing him play against LSU. But like I said, South Carolina just (laughs) Georgia handed them the game. I don't know how else to put it. Muschamp is still bad. If the reading glasses cause the upset over for Georgia. Dude's going to need to find some fucking like dorky ass goggles or something to pull this upset on. So this pick is is made uh, pending eyewear choice by Muschamp. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Gators to cover. Uh, I, I feel like this line should actually be over a touchdown. Uh, but Georgia's uh, little uh, falling apart is giving South Carolina a little upset bump here. Who do you got, Eddie? Goggles, you say. Goggles. Like good sir Hot Rod Rodrigo likes to wear 
when he's missing the first two field goals of his entire fucking career. Uh, why could they like, not do this shit against us? Why? Uh, fucking hey, man. Look, Cacalax coming off a huge win. Florida coming off a huge loss. Florida is obviously the better team. But you know what? Fuck it. I no. know it's Wednesday. Eddie. I know it's Wednesday. Eddie. No, we're getting fucking weird. Oh my god. Home dogs. Let's home cocks. Cox at home. We're home cocking get it. What they want. We're home cocking it. 85% of the bets. 70% of the money. Again, on a Wednesday on Florida. There's been zero line movement. Vegas knows. Vegas wants the cock. <laughs> South Cackalack. Must champ coming with a mystery revenge game. No. Let's no. fucking go. Let's oh get weird. Goodness. Let's we, fucking go. This might be back some of the back. weirdest we've gone. Oh back he's back to back. He's taking Northwestern. He's taking the Gamecocks. What in the hell is going on here? <laughs> Look, I may be off a good week, but I'm still twelve games under five hundred. We're gonna get a little unorthodox for the children. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well we got one more pick before we head over to a commercial break here uh we are gonna take oregon and washington a little top 25 matchup action the first one that we are gonna pick in this oregon a three-point favorite on the road against washington 50 and a half points is the total who are you taking eddie this is a tough one both teams are coming off a, a very good win. Uh, Utah, or, you know, Washington has Utah next. That's that's a tough going from Oregon to Utah. That's a that's a tough bill. Oregon's got Wazoo next. Not particularly scary. That being said. <sighs> Both teams have fucked me, <laughs> so I I really don't have a great feel on this. Fraudulent-ass showdown. <laughs> For, yeah, this is a fraudulent-ass showdown. Uh, the, the, book, the, the book and the house are leaning a little heavy toward Oregon, but it's a Wednesday. Dogs as a home dog, I guess, is going to be the play. I I honestly I don't feel good about this game. I don't have a good read on it. I I have a hard time trusting either one of these teams given what they've done me so far this year. But I'm going to take Washington to try to get back. Uh, you know, Oregon just lost their tight end for the year and he was one of Herbert's main targets. So I think that's going to be a, a a big problem for the Ducks. Uh, I'm going to take the Huskies, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> well, also in the line in this game, Eddie, because there's been a fun stat flying around of defenses that have surrendered less than 30 points. Notre oh, Dame. True. Notre Dame is near the top of that list. There's only one Hot. team above them, and it's the Huskies. And now they're facing Oregon. It is a bye week, Eddie. Nothing would make more sense in the world from a chaos perspective than for Notre Dame to be sitting at home eating cheeseburgers 
and watching the Huskies give up over 30 points and they get to take over top billing in that category. It's the only reason I'm taking the Ducks in this one. We're getting, you got weird on the last pick. I'm getting weird here because for that total, for that total, this, this is going to have to go over because I think Washington will put some points up on the board. So I'm looking for an over here. I'm looking for Oregon to go ahead and put a beating on Washington. Cause look, Washington's been Jekyll and Hyde all season. I can't figure out what they are. Here's what I do know about Oregon. Their defense has actually been playing pretty decent. So that will travel in this game. And the offense has kind of been up and down, up and down. But when they decide to pour it on, they have poured it on. So I'm looking for the Huskies to kind of fall on their face a little bit here and give Notre Dame and Clark Lee that sole possession of that under 30 point defensive beautiful stat. Let's fucking go. All right. Well, with that said, we got a handful of more picks to get to and we'll get to that right after this. All right, and now that we are back, oh boy, Eddie, it's time to talk about the ponies. Ponies! Number undefeated. Number 19, undefeated SMU, a seven and a half point favorite at home against a really, really damn good Temple team. Game day, you cowards. You should have been down in Dallas. You absolute cowards. That was a that's a bad pick. I mean, I get it, I get it, but like, Michigan's only going to fall on their face. Come on, how many times? Just it's it's very disappointing. It is. They should, and and I feel like the last couple years they've been much better about trying to branch out, go to new places. They really have. But so it's it's disappointing. I believe it's it's still your ball, is it not? It, it is my ball. Uh, total in this one, I don't know if I mentioned that is is fifty nine and a half. Oh man, this is this is a tough one here. I really like the ponies. I'm really cheering for them to go undefeated. So don't let this pick color that whatsoever. You son I, of a bitch! I still think there's a very good chance the ponies win this game. Temple's defense is really really damn good. Their offense isn't anything to to snuff at either. This game, I'm expecting this to be one of the best games of the week. It's going to be fire. And let's not forget that SMU is undefeated thanks to a really balls insane overtime win not too long ago. It's going to be fun. SMU is a good team, but I like this game close. I'll take it. I'll take the ponies to win, but Temple to cover. Eddie, who do you got? It was a balls insane win that should not have been necessary because of poor calls beforehand when SMU won the game in regulation. I hate the hook, but fuck it. Pony, let's go, baby. Oh, man. We're, we're, we're back to the disagreeing like crazy. Something's going to get weird here. We've got, I mean, wow, we've got what? We've agreed only, on threes. We've so only far? agreed on the two gigantic spreads. Only Oklahoma and Wisconsin. Oh, oh, oh in Stanford. In Stanford. In Stanford. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, scroll yeah. up so, high enough. Yeah. Oh, this this is gonna be good. It's gonna be a spicy week. Let's let's keep right. it rolling. Let's talk about the goggles and Blankenship and Georgia because they are laying twenty five in the hook 
against Kentucky. Total on this one is 47. What do you got, Eddie? Man, Georgia's offense just isn't there this year. I mean, against us, it wasn't there. And again, we we feel pretty good about our defense. Obviously, I mean, that game against South Cackalack was ridiculous. <laughs> they definitely should not have covered against Tennessee. I I will hold that to my goddamn grave. Meanwhile, Kentucky playing some decent football. They also lost to South Cackalack. Again, they lost to Florida. Had a, had a nice little win against Arkansas. The thing about Kentucky and the reason that I'm going to take them is they like to keep games low scoring. Their defense is solid. And I just don't trust Georgia's offense so far. 25 and a half feels like way too many points. And the total reflects that. Total's only 47. So I'm going to take Kentucky to cover the number here. If it's got to be a backdoor, so be it. I don't even think it's going to be that much in question, though. Yeah, I'm with you, Eddie. I'm taking Kentucky as well. Uh, and I know it's very early. We don't even have uh, 1,500 tickets on this game yet. But 79% of the bets, 86% of the money on Georgia. Whew, that's that's a that's a whole lot of people thinking there's going to be a big bounce back. I just don't think Georgia's got it in them. And look, it, ha- it, it has moved a point, though, to be yeah, sure. It has. It has moved a point. But, but here's the other thing. I think I am now convinced that he Kirby smart and know what the fuck he's doing. Really doesn't. Like, uh, like recruiting, would- he can put a roster together. His game management. I mean, just think about the game against us. He let us back in. He let I South mean, Carolina back in. I mean, to be fair, I have said and will continue to say the same about Brian Kelly. I think he is a great CEO of the program, but day to day and on game days, especially, I don't think he knows what the fuck he's doing. So that's certainly fair. Yeah. And and, and Kirby and Kirby Smart's name was made as a defensive coordinator and as a recruiter. Absolutely. Bingo. Uh, yeah, Benny's saying, imagine that Ugga loses two in a row. I don't think it's going to get that bad. I, I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 It, it no. won't happen. They they will win this one. They will get it back together because they know the season's on the line as far as wanting to get back into the playoff because somehow, hilariously, they're ranked number 10, Notre Dame ranked number 8. That's some of the funniest shit I've seen in a <laughs> long damn time. I but do. I, I do love it because, <laughs> I mean, the argument is, their loss is way worse than our loss. <laughs> it's great, but we lost uh, to them. <laughs> yeah, no, I look, I cannot defend us being ranked ahead of Georgia. I I genuinely cannot do it. I get the argument for it, but fuck that. That's it, no. it's so dumb. And I want nothing more than when that first playoff ranking comes out for us to be above Georgia because I want to watch it all burn. <laughs> it's gonna oh, be great. Oh, oh Paul. Notre Dame play SEC. They lost, Paul. So, did you see? Apparently, on the Fine Bomb show, of course, some some lady heard it wasn't Karen because that would be too perfect. I think it. I think her name was Kathy. Called in and said that she called the police on Saturday because South Carolina players were 
pulling and defacing the hedges. You gotta be shitting me. No, that was that was what I saw on the Twitters, which does <laughs> not surprise me at all. And also checks with our our good friend, Jesus host Christ. of easily the greatest podcast for Notre Dame football without really any competition, uh, Chris Wilson. Where he goes again. Uh, <laughs> talked about how he put his hand on the hedges and the security started to oh, like, yeah. move in on him. And he was like, no, 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 I'm just, hey, man, I'm just snapping a, this, it's for the gram. They, they, they about slice his damn hand, hand off because he just wanted to do a little social media stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, no, it's for the gram. We're good, my guy. Oh, man. But yeah, anyway. So uh, Georgia, Georgia won't lose this one. It's still going to be ugly. Look, they're part of the reason why Notre Dame lost was because of the turnovers. And we saw what happens when Georgia's on the other side of that. So they're going to clean it up. That'll be fine. But that's just way too many points, way too many points in a conference game. And yeah, I, I just don't see it. Kentucky ain't that great, but that is a hell of a lot of points. Plus a hook right above uh, the 24 as well. East 25 and a half is nasty. No like. All right. Next up, we got a little bit of Big 12 action here. We're undefeated. Number 18 Baylor is on the road as a dog to Oklahoma State. Three and a half. You will lay here if you take the home favorite. Man, I'm going to keep riding the hot hand. I'm going to keep I'm going to ride Baylor in this. I think they're going to end up pulling it out. They burned me a little bit last week because I, I thought they were going to just steamroll tech because they've been playing some good ball. But Man, I underestimated the butt bowl. That was my fault. And Eddie, I think you underestimated it too. Who do you got? All right. So last week <laughs> on this very podcast, I, I talked about how I had an over under that was in process on a Wednesday. And you were like, oh, ho, 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 that's like 40 points away. You're fine. Why would you even joke about that? <laughs> last week in the butt bowl. Do you know what the halftime score was, Ryan? I honestly don't at, at this it point. I really six don't. Six to three. <laughs> you know what the total was? Uh, I seem to remember it being in the sixties. It was. It was. It was a mere fifty-nine. Okay. But hey, nine points at halftime. You're feeling pretty good. Yeah, I'd say you'd be feeling feeling really good about that bet. Do you know what the score was with forty-five seconds left in regulation? Uh, I forget the exact score, but I seem to remember the total basically being around fifty-seven or fifty-eight. It oh no the the total the total for the over under is still fifty-nine. No, but the at total the at that point between the two. At the end of regulation, it was twenty to seventeen. <laughs> so it wasn't honestly, that bad yet. Like there's there are some bad beats. We're gonna we're gonna deep dive a little bit. There are some bad beats that just fuck you. <laughs> and like we 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 picked the Ohio State Northwestern game earlier. Like there's a reason that that's on Scott Van Pelt's montage <laughs> of bad beats from I think it was 2015, like all-time worst ever. This was one that I saw coming from half a goddamn hour away. And it just it was it was death by a thousand paper cuts. You just keep looking. It's like, please, the, the, the train just won't stop. I can't. I mean, move. the fucking the fucking Baylor wide receiver dropped the most 
open touchdown pass there has <laughs> ever been. And so they had to kick a field goal to make it 20 to 20 at the end of regulation. Still, still you need three touchdowns. <laughs> <sighs> but overtime is never the friend of the under. No, it's not. It is the sworn enemy of the under. <sighs> that being said, as bad as Baylor fucked me on that game. <laughs> it wasn't just them. And Lord knows Oklahoma State has fucked me so much harder. <laughs> and currently, even though the line has moved a point with it, 77% of tickets, 80% of money line is, or 80% of money, not money line, excuse me, is on Oklahoma State. And that's with way more bets than most of the games so far that currently has 3,100 bets, which compared to most of the games we've talked about is it's huge. That's actually it, it really is. The mo- that's by far the most of all the games we've talked about. So fuck Gundy <laughs> bears bears. All right. Don't do this to me. Looking for a little bit of redemption. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now I'm now now legitimately scared being on the same side of you as an Oklahoma State game. Yeah. Legitimately terrified. That is, I will fully admit, twelve percent of my day. (laughs) (laughs) Just bringing me down with you. All right. Uh next up. Uh, another one. So, so I'm interested to see what happens now because typically in this house we fade Herm. We both did not last week. We both won. Arizona State ended up winning as the one point favorite. Now they go on the road to face Utah as a thirteen and a half point dog. Another top twenty five matchup. Did not think I'd see the day where Herm would be in a top twenty matchup, no less. 45 points is your total. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, last week, it pained me. It hurt me. It cut me deep, but I took Herm. And Lord, did he drag it out to the bitter fucking end. But that was a W for the home team. That was not expected. (laughs) and honestly it didn't feel good I didn't like it didn't like it one bit but let's let's look at some things Arizona State snuck by last week meanwhile Utah Utah has been getting their groove back last week against the Beavs 52 to 7 had a bye week before, game before that. Beat Wazoo 38-13. Easy. Free money. You want to hear what's really pushing me over? Let's hear it. Again, again it's a Wednesday. Oh, you're li- going exactly where I was thinking you were going. Yeah. The line hasn't moved yet. <laughs> 78% of tickets, 64% of money is on Herm. These fools... These charlatans, these plebeians are back on Herm. Fuck them. In this house and in this hotel. 
<laughs> we fade her. Give me the Utes. Oh, man. That's a hell of a lot of points, though, Eddie. Thankfully, the hook's on the other end of 14. Oh, 13's, yep. thir- thir- 13's uh, one of those numbers as well, where it can still end up posing you. But yeah, I-, I was sitting here looking at him like, hmm, that's a, that's a, that's a big swing over there when this line hasn't moved at all. Uh, yeah, and I'm right with you there, Eddie. The other shoe's got to drop on Herm at some point, and I think this is it. It's not a weird Friday night game. You're not playing a shitty-ass Big Ten team. You're not playing a shitty Pac-12 team. You're playing a very good Pac-12 team that has had a misstep here or there. They've had theirs. Now they're going to go straight murder to try to win their side of the Pac-12. You, on the other hand, have been living a charmed life. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's about to hit midnight, especially because we're we're leaning towards uh, a not quite Pac-12 after dark, but the sun will set in this game, and so will any hopes of Arizona State holding on to that top 25 ranking too much longer. I'm on the Utes as well, Eddie. Let's, let's go ahead and ride it. We are back. It feels good to fade Herm again. It feels good. Fuck Herm. Next. <laughs> you play to win the game. Anyways. So we started this stream where Benny came into chat wondering when was the last time Michigan won a meaningful game? Well, maybe we can start to answer that question with this pick. It's where game day is going to be. It is the top matchup as far as rankings go. Penn State, a nine point favorite at home, hosting those awful, evil, terrible Michigan Wolverines. 46 and a half is your total. Oh, boy. I have been waiting to make this pick. So the answer about when the last time Michigan's won a meaningful game, I don't know. I can't go that far back in history. Were there even books back then? I don't know. You can't prove it. You can try, but you can. You won't convince me otherwise. Michigan's offense is still garbage. Their defense is not that. again. 25 unanswered to the Illini. That happened. Penn State's a lot better on both sides of the ball. Michigan's offensive line has looked suspect. The only time they've looked good was against Iowa's offensive line, which Penn State may look suspect as well. I think that's a trend on Iowa's end. I don't think that's a trend for Michigan. I'm looking for Penn State to come up big under the lights at home. Fuck Michigan. We're going to get it started early. Enjoy the first of your back-to-back week beatings. Have fun, boys. Who you got, Eddie? Fuck Michigan. End of statement. Penn State. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Tennessee goes on the road. They won a game, Eddie. They won a game. Can you believe that? (laughs) I I can, actually. (laughs) Alabama is who they're going to face. The number one team in the nation, 34 and a half point favorite at home. They are. Who do you got, Eddie? Look, I'm proud of Tennessee. They woke up. They got themselves a win finally, but they're going to Tuscaloosa. I mean, look, I can't trust Tennessee yet. Bama covered against a and and a and a shit ton better against T- than Tennessee is. 
And I really don't think Tennessee's going to put up much of a fight. I don't care if Bama's fourth string receiver got suspended for whatever chicanery. It ain't going to matter. Bama's going to get, Bama's going to fucking mark them like Tennessee's dead. Give me the tie. (laughs) Yeah, this. I'm not. I'm not holding out much hope for a corpse to be able to to handle this game. That's basically what Tennessee is. Look, congratulations, you got up off the snide. Jesus Christ, uh, Mississippi State, what happened? Really, what what happened? I I really want to know. Look, that was enjoyable. I'm glad the Vols got a little bit of a moment. Here's your hard crash back down to reality. And look, like you said, they covered against A&M. They were on the road. Game day comments about Kyle Field aside, you still go on a road and you you beat a, a a decent team, at least one that's a hell of a lot more functional than Tennessee, and you make it look easy. You make it look damn easy. Everything looks easy against Tennessee. Two is going to have a damn field day. He might cover the damn spread on his own before he's yanked. Roll Tide. Give me Bama to cover big in this one. All right, we got one final game. Since it's not Notre Dame, it's just Pac-12 after dark weirdness. And oh boy, I'm expecting this one to be all kinds of weird. Southern Cal, a nine and a half point favorite against Arizona. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I Just looking at the spread again, I'm like, oh, let's do a Pac-12 after dark game. We just played SC. We should do that. And I keep looking at the spread and I wish we hadn't. And now being able to look at at our good friend, public bets and money, Eddie, 65% of the bets are on SC, but 14% of the money? <laughs> that's 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 quite a little spread here, as opposed to 35% of the bets and 86% of the money on Arizona. Look, Khalil Tate has been erratic to say the least he is he has not been the heisman pick i thought he would be two years ago i still don't know if he's got it together here but i I, i'm feeling let down for sc here their entire season's been weird since they finally played well on the road i'm expecting them to lay an egg at home here i don't think sc is going to do us too many favors i think arizona will keep this just close enough and that disparity with the tickets right now, again, there's very, very few, less than 700 right now. So take that for what it's worth. But yeah, I, I, I can't do it. I can't take SC with nearly 10 points here. Against my better judgment, give me Arizona. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, you're, you're not wrong about what the ticket disparity is right now. It is, it is hilarious. But as you said at the close right there, we're under 700 tickets. I mean, that's, that's nothing. That's a third of the bigger games so far. Uh That being said, (laughs) Klobdar Slovis. (laughs) He's got a new name this week. (laughs) Look, I don't give a goddamn about Klingon slurped on. The receivers were great. They did put up a good fight in the the back end of the second half against us. However, on the flip side, Arizona put up a, you know, the, the score against Washington is a little 
misleading if you watch that game. I don't know if you watched it last week. It got a little loose because of a turnover late. Arizona was in that game. They had a good win against Colorado, good win against UCLA, good win against Texas Tech. This this Arizona team can score points. I Khalil Tate is still Khalil Tate when he wants to get loose. Obviously, USC's defense can still get beat at times. And look, Crabdar Slinky just isn't gonna get it done all day. Set a record for I wanna, names. Here. I want to give. I do want to give some credit. Marquis Step. Like he played angry. As as I understand it, I mean he was he was originally committed to Notre Dame, as we all heard on the broadcast. As I understand it, it was some academic bullshit that kept him from coming to Notre Dame, and that sucks. That sucks a lot. And he took his anger out on us. The amount of times that we had not only him, but any of the USC running backs dead in the water behind the line of scrimmage. And then inexplicably, it was a seven yard gain was concerning. Uh, but, but all credit to Marquis step. He got his anger out. He ain't got that anger against Arizona. And, and Crump is slurpy. Fuck that guy. He doesn't have shit. What, Michael Pittman Jr. is going to embrace some more suck? I got some more suck for you to embrace, you bitch. (laughs) The Pharaoh remains terrifying, but I'm going to take Arizona to cover because at the end of the day, that's too many points and I don't trust this offense. Fuck Southern Cal. All right, well, there you have it. Another 14 games picked and in the books. Going to be a fun little bye week. There's there's going to be enough entertaining stuff going on around, uh, especially in that early slate. Uh, the later slate, uh, yeah, uh, a big old meh. But we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe some stuff will get weird in Pac-12 after dark. We'll see. Maybe maybe Arizona will just fuck around and win. Who knows? Weird things always happen in college football, right, Eddie? College football is a beautiful thing. And one of the most beautiful things about college football, as we saw last week, was rivalry week. Yes, rivalry Ryan, week was there. with me. I said rivalry week. Hey, look at you. You actually, you actually might have fixed your curse. That makes me sad, but I'm proud of you. Practi- I got to practice, man. I have to do it. It's okay. Oh, Eva. Uh-oh. Something was floating around on tweeters today some dumb old boomer motherfucker notre dame alum decided to write into the viewpoint which mistake number one uh, if if you didn't go to notre dame the viewpoint is the student newspaper or i'm sorry the the notre dame observer is the is the student paper and they have the viewpoint section in in Ryan and my's time as collegiate students, it was mostly op-eds. I would say 90% vagina monologues, 4% why is there not meat in the dining hall on Fridays during Lent, 3% football, and 1% 
just miscellaneousness. Fair. I think that's a good spread. Apparently they have they have opened it up wider than it was when we were there. Cause I don't remember older alums being able to write in. But the point being, earlier today, there was a post by a Notre Dame alum. I believe he was class of 83. He was at the Notre Dame USC game, but took great offense because his daughter was in the USC band. That mistake he, number two. Well, mistake number one, you had a child, dummy. <laughs> mistake number two, you had a daughter that you allowed to go to USC, dummy. Mistake number three, came to the game and was terribly offended. Oh, my stars and goddess, that the band of the opposing team was put in a faraway section. Like, I don't know, every motherfucking college football game I've ever ever been to. And then, well, the opposing team in a rivalry game had the band go on the field and oh my goodness, the crowd booed. Fetch me my fainting couch. Would you motherfuckers quit trying to write things? (laughs) You're offended that the opposing team's band during the game got drowned out by the music and jumbotron of the home team. Oh, well, almost like that's the point of the fucking thing. It's almost like that's a home field advantage where I come from. And then in a rivalry game, after a little skirmish, a little, and I want to actually, we made a lot of jokes about Michael Pittman the last couple of weeks. I want to give Michael Pittman a little bit of credit. I want shit talking. Oh, yeah. I want, I want the anger. Absolutely. This, this, it's a fucking rivalry, you dumb motherfuckers. This is hatred what it's supposed to be but and the best part is he closed it with i wouldn't have even noticed this if my daughter wasn't in the band (laughs) which Which is like sums everything up perfectly it never would have been a problem until it personally affected me so fuck that alumni i i should look up his name but I hope you're listening. Fuck you. Not a chance. Fuck your daughter. <laughs> Fuck the USC band. Fuck USC. Get fucking bopped. That's three in a row, bitches. Hail gambler. Go Irish. Yeah. Damn, son. I didn't, I didn't think a band would cause that much hatred here. Fuck them. <laughs> but here, here we are. <laughs> well, I would say after that, we're all ready for a little bit of bye week now. Enjoy your hamburgers, folks, and be sure to join us tomorrow as we're going to do uh, something over here on twitch.tv slash Sons. 
And if you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe and rate as well over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you happen to get your podcasts at. Come join us in Discord and rant about uh, band hatred, if you wish. HerLittleSons.com.discord. As always, we're on HerLittleSons.com. Go Irish. Enjoy the bye week. Fuck Michigan. Have a good one. Have a good one.